Yo, this is David back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 119. Uh, yes, hope you enjoyed the last one. I got another themed one coming up for episode 120. This one's going to be more of a normal episode. There's going to be some kind of newer stuff on this one and uh, stuff that just recently came out, that kind of thing. So yes, let's jump right in here. This band is one of my son's favorites, and I like them as well. Uh, it's because we're a fan of their current drummer, Krim, Krim Lechner. That band is Septic Flesh from Athens, Greece. Um, they initially existed from 1990 to 03, and uh, they took a little break, a little hiatus for some, take care of some personal things, and then they regrouped in 07, and they've been going strong ever since. I really was not a huge fan of the 90s material, um, as they kind of reached the end of that first era, they were starting to get better and better. But uh, honestly, since they reformed in 07 up to now, they've just kind of been on a roll ever since from the album Communion uh, onwards. This one, new album just came out on May 20th through Nuclear Blast. It's called Modern Primitive. It's their 11th album overall. This one's been a long time coming because I remember Krim posting about uh, the fact that he had finished the drum tracking for this record, you know, back in probably late 2020 um, once things were starting to calm down a little with the pandemic before you know other variants and stuff came into play I think is when he took care of the drums and then it was just a very lengthy process of, uh, of doing guitars and vocals and all the orchestration and things like that um, but yes it's been a long time coming but they finally released it I had played at least one of the singles off of it uh, on an earlier episode and it's pretty good. I think it borders on being a little too bombastic uh, at times, just too orchestrated. Uh, there's just big, big orchestra going all the time. And that's kind of been their MO for the last like three records, is to have it just be bigger, bigger, bigger. But um, I almost think it's a little too upfront on this album. Um, but it's a, it is a grower. Like first listen, I was like, eh, I don't know if I like it as much as the last album. But uh, the more you listen to it, the more you get into it, for sure. But this one's pretty uh, fast and furious for the most part. Um, definitely one of the more aggressive tunes on the album. So here we go. Let's start things off. Off of the album Modern Primitive, this is Septic Flesh with Coming Storm. Thank you. 
septic flesh from greece with coming storm sorry about the kind of white noise fuzz kind of sound that was going on in the background while i was doing that first song intro i'm not sure if i think my uh mic cable's starting to go a little bit i just kind of threw a hail mary and unplugged it and blew into <laughs> into it uh, as hard as i could clean some stuff out and see if what happens and plugged it back in and it's working better now but I have more, I just don't have them here at the apartment, so I need to grab a different cable next time I'm around all my gear. 
But yes, hopefully it will keep on uh, working properly for the remainder of the episode at least. All right, to Germany. Let's go to Germany here. This band existed originally from 08 to 2012, and then they uh, disbanded and uh, only reformed last year, which was news to me. I think I played them on an earlier episode of the podcast, and it was only when I was doing the notes for that that I realized, oh, they're active again. I didn't even know. Uh, But that band is Cruel Force, and Cruel Force is just kind of some nasty thrash and... um, just always has some very dark and evil subject matter, kind of kind of in the same vein as like a Death Hammer, you know, uh, type band. But their early stuff was pretty damn cool. So they only have a couple of records from what I recall. Am I thinking right? Hmm. Yeah, I think they only have a couple of records. Um, but I'm playing something off of the second album from 2011. Yeah, they do only have two, that's right. Because I played something off of the debut uh, on another episode. So we're going to the second album here. The album's called Under the Sign of the Moon, and that came out in June of 2011 through Heavy Forces Records. And yes, there's no real deviation here from the first album, except for maybe they slow it down a little bit. There's a little more kind of mid-tempo songs on here. Um, But doesn't make it any worse or any better to me. It's just kind of more of the same in a good way, and uh, they just kind of have their sound and they stick to it, but it's just some... Some good nasty thrash. So here we go, off of the second album, Under the Sign of the Moon. This is Cruel Force with Black Witch of Doom. Silently, 
All right, there we go. That was Germany's Cruel Force with Black Witch of Doom. Just some good catchy thrash. I dig it. And their first album is excellent. If you don't recall me playing anything off of it before, go back and check it out. Uh, all right, we're going to the UK here out of Yorkshire. This band's been going since 2017. I played something off of their debut album called Fane um, on an older episode. And uh, this band is called Anti-Inferno. And they're not signed, and they've released both of these albums independently, and I just think it's a travesty that they're not signed to some label, even if it's a smaller one, because they're excellent. It's black metal, but it's not the real, just nasty, super lo-fi, gritty stuff. It's kind of more polished and kind of epic, but uh, it has a real nice atmosphere to it, and um, it's just excellent stuff. The debut was really good. So I'm going to play something off of their brand new one, their second album, called Antediluvian Dreamscapes, and that came out on May 13th, and uh, as I said, they released it independently, but it is out there. You can listen to it um, on Spotify and check out, you know, Bandcamp pages and things like that, places where you can support the band directly. It's always always a plus. Of course, my freaking cat, he's, o- he's always fast asleep when I start these things. And it's like the moment I hit record, he just decides to go apeshit with the toys and stuff in the background. So I apologize for all the jingle jangling. And we'll just power through. So here we go. Off of the second album, Antediluvian Dreamscapes. This is Anti-Inferno with Transcendence.
there we have it from Yorkshire that's Anti-Inferno with Transcendence off of their new album Anti-Diluvian Dreamscapes alright let's forge ahead here to Finland this is a very new band they've only been around since 2020 it's a four piece and it doesn't really consist of anybody that I've really heard of before uh, the band is called I Am The Night and really the only thing that made me check them out was they kind of have an album cover that looks very kind of dissection-esque kind of has that you know where dead angels lie kind of look to it and uh, it kind of has a silly band name so I Am The Night to me just has a, is a, sounds a bit funny so I was like well let's check this out it's either going to be good or it's going to be comical and it was actually very good <laughs> so pleasant surprise and then like I've said before you know sometimes just having a, a really cool album cover can pay dividends there because it just gets people to say this looks kind of cool I'm gonna check it out when they otherwise might not have so yeah this was just a Spotify discovery for me and uh, the debut album they only have this one album just came out on May 6th uh, called while the gods are sleeping and that came out through Svart records and it's a pretty cool record I'm gonna be honest it's probably not one that I'm gonna be going back to like a ton it didn't just blow me away or whatever but it's still cool stuff um, and I was just pleasantly surprised. I didn't really know what to expect with that band name, but, uh, but yeah, it's pretty damn good. So here we go. Off of the debut, While the Gods Are Sleeping, this is I Am the Night with Dawn Bearer.
There we go. That was I Am The Night from Finland with Dawn Bearer. That's pretty cool stuff. Um, it's especially when I have like no idea whatsoever going into it. Like when I'm just listening to it for the first time. No idea if it's going to be any good. I was very pleasantly surprised by that. Um, Alright, we're going to Sweden here. This is a two-piece that has been around since 03, but they have been very dormant. They just kind of release something, and then it'll be another eight years before something else comes out. That band is Mortus, and I first heard of them from my friend Dave. Uh, we were in a band together, and one of our really early rehearsal days, you know, uh, when we first started, it, it was just kind of, he needed a drummer, so it was just kind of me and him going over the material uh, for what would be our first kind of EP mini album type thing. And yeah, just... Those were fun times because we would just uh, rehearse and have a beer or two and just talk after the rehearsal and just talk music and stuff for a while. Um, and yeah, during those kind of discussions, he had either let me borrow or burned me my own copy of a few bands like that. Um, but yeah, Mortus was one of them, and I think they only had the one album out at the time. But it was really cool, and it took several years before they released uh, the follow-up. Uh, in 2014, which was called Grape of the Vine, and I've played something off of that on a much earlier episode. And that was different than the debut for sure, but uh, was good. It was just a little slower, uh, a little more melodic, and just dark. And uh, this new one uh, really picks up right where that one left off, which is kind of crazy to say because it's been eight, another eight years here um, in between albums. So Grape of the Vine was in 2014, and this one... Uh, called um, Diablerie, I believe is how that's pronounced. Kind of like trickery or tomfoolery. I had to look up what it means, but Diablerie means like participating in sorcery that is supposedly assisted by the devil. So if you're up to some nefarious stuff, you're participating in some Diablerie. But yeah, this is their third record, and it came out on uh, May 13th through World Terror Committee. I actually had no idea this was even coming out. Um, I try my best to keep an eye on certain bands and see, you know, if they're up to anything. <laughs> Ones that are especially dormant, you know. And uh, I haven't really checked in on this band in quite some time, but, uh, but Dave alerted me to the fact that their new one was out and that he thought it was really good. So I checked it out, and I like it a lot. Um... There's not a ton of really fast moments on it. <clears throat> it tends to be more mid-tempo or slower, but it's very dark. Songs are fairly long. Not nothing crazy, but they're pretty long. Um, but it's really good, and I'm glad that they put something new out because, I mean, they're a good band. <laughs> they should be more active than an album every eight years. So I'm going to go ahead and play the title track here. This one, to me, has the most dynamics to it. It has uh, some different kind of changes in the drum beats and just changes in mood more so than some of the others on the album. So here we go off of the third album. This is Mortus with Diablerie. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, that was Mortus from Sweden with Diablerie off of their album of the same name that just came out on May 13th. Um, yeah, that's a really, really cool record, and uh, if you're a fan of any of their earlier stuff, uh, make sure you check this out and don't overlook it like I did. Um, all right, we're going to San Francisco, California here for this next one. Pretty new band, been around since 2018. I feel like I saw something... Uh, about this new album when it first came out in March, but I never really checked it out. Never heard of the band before, uh, but finally checked it out pretty recently, and uh, and I'm into it. The band is called Night, and that's spelled N-I-T-E. And I haven't heard the debut. They've released two albums. Uh, the second album is the one that just came out in March. Uh, but they're signed to Season of Mist, so there's something there. They've definitely gotten noticed, you know. Uh, this second album is called Voices of the Cronian Moon, and if I were to describe it, it's kind of like extreme metal vocals, but with more like traditional metal guitar work. There's a little more guitar flair here than you hear from some other extreme metal bands. Um, I know I've already bestowed this title to the band Cloak from Georgia, but they're this band, Night, is kind of like an American tribulation, almost. They kind of have that same level of, of guitar flair going on. Uh, along with the kind of, you know, raspy, uh, more black metal vocal. But it's interesting. The guitar work definitely keeps it interesting. Um, I need to go back and check out the debut, but I do like this second record, so I need to uh, get on it and check out the rest of the discography. I'm just busy, man. There's a lot of shit to listen to. So yes, off of their new album, Voices of the Cronian Moon, this is Night with Edge of the Night.
There we go. That was Night from San Francisco with Edge of the Night. It's pretty cool stuff. Kind of has a traditional metal vibe with their guitar work and all that, like I said. So yeah, if you're into it, the rest of the album is very much like that. Cat, what the... The freaking cat just walked up and bit me on the Achilles. Yeah, he's he's the best. Um, Alright, we're going to Lisbon, Portugal here for the next one. This is a two-piece, which I always thought they were a full band, but I guess they've always been a two-piece. Uh, they've been around since 98. That band is Corpus Christi. And, man, I can't remember the name of the record that I first heard them, but I know it was loaned to me, uh, probably by my friend Dave, who's listening right now. Um, it was either him or my, my buddy Floyd uh, from New Mexico, who used to just send me stuff all the time, and we would trade things and all that. But, um, but yeah, Corpus Christi, from, from what I recall, they've always kind of had kind of a... Not a lo-fi production, but not crystal clear either, but it was always just real kind of loud, loud masters. Uh, the albums were loud and in-your-face and just kind of wall of sound. Um, but they're not, you know, going a million miles an hour or anything like that. It's just pretty straightforward, aggressive black metal. And um, I forgot that they were from Portugal until I was doing the notes for this episode. I forget where, I th thought they were French maybe. But, uh, yeah, Portuguese, which is cool. You don't, you know, get a ton of them out of Portugal. But, yeah, I'm going to play something off of their newly released uh, ninth album. This is another one that just kind of came across my um, Spotify because I have that little re release radar playlist there that I check every Friday and see what new stuff has come out. And there was a, a song off of this record on there. So the album's called The Bitter End of Old. It came out on May 13th through Immortal Frost Productions. And it's their ninth record overall. I wasn't even sure if they were still active, frankly. I kind of lost uh, focus when it came to them a while ago. But um, decided to check out this new one. It's not, you know, uh, blowing the doors off the scene or anything like that. But it's a cool it's a cool record. It's a cool record for what it is. When you're in the mood for it, if you just want some straightforward, aggressive black metal, this definitely uh, fits the bill. So... Off of the new album, The Bitter End of Old, this is Corpus Christi with Behind the Shadow.
Light. That was Corpus Christi from Portugal with Behind the Shadow. It's a cool record. It kind of reminds me of... Uh, oh, what the hell is that band? Um, that some of the guys who were in Carpathian Forest, they left and formed a band called uh, The Third Attempt. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Um... All right, we're going to Columbia here. Don't say that too often. This band's been around since 92. They've put out five records up to this point. They're called Witch Trap, and I had heard of them, and I think I recall seeing the logo and such, but it just kind of took me a while to check them out um, whenever I was just really heavily on like a black and thrash kick. Uh, I want to say I listened to a playlist on Spotify that was just like that kind of stuff, just a whole mix of different bands, and they were on there, and um, I thought they were pretty cool, and I had no idea they were from Colombia until kind of looking into them further, but uh, yeah, their albums don't really differentiate that much, they kind of have their formula and they stick with it, it's just some good old black and thrash, good vocals, uh, they kind of have much like a band, you know, I already mentioned them once this episode, but Death Hammer from Norway. Um, they're kind of like that with their production as well. It's not unlistenable lo-fi nonsense, but it still has a very old school uh, kind of live in the rehearsal room type vibe to it. So I'm going to play something off of their fourth album. As I said, they have five total. Uh, the fourth album is called Trap of the Witch, and that came out in 2015 through Dirty Sound Records, which is a very appropriate label name <laughs> for the bands that are on the roster there, especially this one. So yes, here we go, off of Trap of the Witch, this is Witch Trap with Brimstone in the Air. Yes, yes, yes. 
Witch Trap from Columbia with Brimstone in the Air. I bet that's a fun live show right there. I'm sure they get some crazy crowds, especially South America. They love their metal down there, so I bet they get some some crazy shows. All right, we're going to Lithuania here. I don't say that too terribly often. This band's been around since 2014, and they released a debut in 2017, but I've never heard of it. Um, But I have seen this new album advertised very heavily by their label. The band is Sisyphean, and I guess that's like Sisyphus, you know, the Greek story there. Um, So Sisyphean, but yes, this new album of theirs has been promoted for quite some time by their label, Transcending Obscurity Records. Um, Great label, they always promote their bands very heavily, Um, but I've seen this cover art, like they had released the cover art um, quite a while ago, and it was awesome. And there was just a lot of, like, reviews that had come out before the album was released that were speaking really highly of the record. Um, the album's called Colors of Faith, and it finally got released on May 27th, so it's still very new. Um, and man, it's, it is excellent. It's really good. Um, it could end up on my list at the end of the year of, uh, of my albums of the year. I always intend to do a top five, but it turns into a top ten every time because I can never just weed stuff out. But um, no, this is really, really good black and death metal. And it's kind of like Svart Crown from France, who I also enjoy, but it's like a more impactful and more memorable version of that. Uh, that's always been my biggest beef with Svart Crown is that their stuff kind of is cool, but it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. I don't find myself remembering the songs quite so much, um, but this record is is certainly more memorable. And it has an excellent cover art and excellent production, and the performances are on point. It's been promoted really well. Great reviews. Um, yeah, they, they hit a home run with this one, for sure. But this song in particular is just so good. So, this freaking noisy cat driving me insane over there. He's about to get locked in the bedroom. Um, all right, off of this new album, Colors of Faith. This is Sisyphean with Hearts of Mercury.
All right, that was Sisyphean from Lithuania with Hearts of Mercury. Yeah, that's that's excellent. I mean, the production's perfect for that kind of music as well. It's just kind of dissonant enough, just kind of echoey enough, but still very punchy. And uh, it's just excellent. Excellent record. Check it out. Uh, again, the album's called Colors of Faith. All right, we're going to Sweden here. This is a pretty new band. They've been around since 2018. Uh, they're called Reincarnage, and the only reason I checked them out, or was prompted to check them out, was because I'm a big fan of uh, Tobias Gustafsson, as I've mentioned before, the drummer and one of the main songwriters for Vomitory. I love Vomitory. So whenever Vomitory called it quits, he and Eric, the singer and bass player, uh, they started a new band called Cut Up, and Cut Up is just as good <laughs> as Vomitory. It really picks up where Vomitory left off, but what makes Cut Up so cool is that uh, the other guitar player uh, would do lead vocals, and Eric would chime in, and they would do kind of a duet type thing where, you know, Eric might sing the chorus while the other guy would do the verses, and his name is escaping me for some reason. Andreas? Maybe? Damn it. I just had it and I lost it in my head. But, um, liked his voice, I uh, liked the songs that he wrote. He wrote a lot of the music for Cut Up's second album. They've only released two albums. Um, but yeah, on the second album, he really took over with some songwriting, and they just kind of let him do it because he was on a roll. I asked Tobias, how come you only wrote one song on this second album? And he's like, well, it's, everybody else was on a roll writing songs and just kind of let him go. Um, but yes, so since Vomitory kind of reactivated, as far as I know, they're not gonna, they're not planning on releasing any new music or anything, but they just missed playing shows together, so they've regrouped and have been playing festivals for the last few years, and are about to resume doing so again, and Cut Up has been just kind of on the back burner, but I assumed they were writing music for what would be the third album, but then I just kind of was curious and checking out Cut Up, and it shows that this particular guitar player is not in the band anymore. So, don't know when that happened. They may have announced it and I missed it, but uh, I never heard anything about that. So, it was just kind of a unpleasant discovery for me. But I saw that he's in another active band called Reincarnage. So, he's doing guitars and vocals in this band. And they just released uh, their debut in 2020. They haven't released anything since. This is their one and only thing so far. But they released this album called Reap in January of 2020 through Apostasy Records. And it's got really awesome cover art. And it's really just dark death metal. Uh, Reincarnage, I assumed it would just be way, like, crazy. Just fast and just kind of a whirlwind type sound in my head is what I was expecting. But there's really a lot of just kind of darker, uh, more melodic riffing in here combined with some really intense, aggressive moments and excellent vocals. And it's a really cool album, and I, I messaged you know the other guys in Krigsgrove in our little group chat and said, hey, have you ever heard this band? Because I'm listening to this album now, and it's like really hitting the spot. It's really good. Um, so yes, if you're like me and kind of didn't even know about this band, or um, check it out, because this is a very cool record. So here we go, off of their one and only album, Reap. This is Reincarnage with Northern Throne. Mm-hmm. 
That's Reincarnage from Sweden with Northern Throne off of their album Reap. That album is so good, and I'm really glad that I kind of went down the rabbit hole and checked it out. All that from just wanting to see what Cut Up is is doing these days, and it just kind of led me to this and led me to this album, and it's really good. I'm glad I found it. All right, to Belgium. Uh, this band's been around since 93, and I really, really like them. It is Enthroned, um, probably the biggest black metal export from Belgium, I would say. I was always a fan of the old vocalist with the super high vocals. Um, I don't know why. It was just unique. Um, definitely sounded different from the other shrieky guys like Danny Filth and stuff, but um, it just kind of was made them extra identifiable, I guess, uh, Enthroned. But uh, they've still done some excellent work even since he left. They've kind of changed their style. It's a little bit uh, darker, less, you know, just blast beats, blast beats all day long in your face, aggressive type black metal. Um, For a while there, I think they got a little bit too inspired by Marduk's, like Panzer Division Marduk, um, especially with their album Armored Bestial Hell. That one even had a tank on the cover and everything. <laughs> All the songs were just the same kind of blast beats, same tempos and stuff. Um, but no, they've definitely become more diverse over the last uh, maybe four albums, I'd say. But um, of that second era, um, where Norna Guest, the guitarist, took over as lead vocalist, um, the second one with him on it um, is my... F- well, is it the second one or third one? I think this is the third one. Um, now that I think about it, that with him on it is probably my favorite. The album's called Obsidium, 
and it came out in March of 2012 through Agonia Records, and it's their ninth album out of uh, 11. And I want to say, I want to say their last one came out in 2019, so they're probably due to release something, um, maybe this year or next year. So that'll be that'll be good. It's always good. They've had a lot of turnover in their lineup over the last you know decade plus here. Um, I'd say from like 2008 onwards, they've just been going through members, live members, and permanent members left and right. But yes, they've always managed to put out some really quality stuff. So this one, to me, just had great production, great songs, very dark, but very memorable. And um, yeah, this one's my favorite tune off of it. So here we go. Off of the ninth album, Obsidium, this is Enthroned with Deathmore. Yeah! 
All right, that was Enthroned from Belgium with Deathmore. That one's definitely pretty fast and furious, but they do have more slowed down and more melodic uh, type of stuff on uh, these kind of second era albums. That's how I refer to it anyways. After Nornigus took over on vocals, it's just kind of a different vibe going on uh, with those albums. Um, all right, we're going to Croatia here. This is a band that I kind of... I found the wrong band than the one I was looking for. And I ended up still liking it. <laughs> so I'm playing it anyways. Um, I had heard of a band called Ponor. P-O-N-O-R. And it's a one-man black metal band uh, from Serbia. And I think it's just on Bandcamp. Um, or at least I was told it's just on Bandcamp. So I went to try to find this person's Bandcamp. And I thought I did, and it turned out to be a different band. But I checked it out, the music, because I still was just confused. I'm like, is this it? I don't really know. And it didn't really sound like black metal, but it sounded like extreme metal kind of vocals, but kind of different riffing and more like heavy rock-based almost. Or kind of sludgy. I don't know. It was really hard to pin down. But I'm just like, is this it? I can't really tell if this is it. And it was not. So this is a band, a full band. Same name, Ponor. From Croatia. And they're listed as like... Hardcore punk slash metal. But I really don't get like a punk vibe from this. Um, or even really like hardcore or anything like that. It's just kind of like a sludgy metal... But the riffs in it are really cool, and they have two records. I can't remember when the most recent one came out, but uh, I ended up kind of gravitating more to this uh, this debut. came out in 2013, released independently. I think the second one was released independently as well. So yeah, they might just be some underground Croatian band that I've <laughs> no one's heard of. I just stumbled across them while I was looking for the one-man black metal stuff, but... Um, the one-man black metal stuff, by the way, is very cool, and I suggest you uh, you look it up. But yes, don't uh, get confused like I did. But I'm going to play something off of this debut album. Again, that came out in 2013. It's called Ovo Jekre, and that means uh, this is the end in Croatian. And all their song titles are in Croatian. The album titles are in Croatian. Um... Yeah, I don't know. This was totally discovered by accident, but I just think the riffs are cool, and even though they're listed as, like, punk, and that's not really my thing, uh, I don't think, I don't hear much punk in this, and I think that you guys will still dig it, just as I do. So, off of the debut album, Ovo Jekre, this is Ponor with Zbogtebe Zatebe, which means for you, for you.
All right. That was Ponor from Croatia with Zbogtebe Zatebe off of their debut album. Again, those albums are just released independently. Uh, find them on Bandcamp. I thought that was pretty cool. It definitely doesn't feel punk at all to me. But, um, yeah, it's not your standard, you know, extreme metal stuff. It just kind of has that sludgy, sludgy vibe. But I dig it. Um, all right, we're going to France here. This band, I really didn't know... I'm not sure what that noise was. Hopefully that was just in my headphones. Um, I didn't really know that they existed from 07 to 2010 and then disbanded. I had only really heard of them after they had reformed. Uh, they've been around since 2016 now, uh, since they regrouped here. Uh, there's only one original member left. The band is, I think I said they're from France. The band's called Hergal, which is H-Y-R-G-A-L. Uh, I played something way back off of their um, debut album called Serpentine. I uh, can't remember when that one came out, but uh, I didn't even know they released a second album. That totally passed me by. Uh, but now they've released a self-titled third record. just came out on May 20th through as a French label with a very long French name that I am not going to try to pronounce, nor am I going to try to pronounce this song. But uh, the songs are pretty long. And they're really well done. Um, they definitely sound a bit different from some of their French uh, contemporaries. But the songs are very epic uh, in nature, and they just have some cool moods to them. And the performances are great. I love the drumming. Um, but yeah, as I said, the, the album doesn't have a ton of songs. They're all fairly long. And to me, this is, uh, again, I haven't heard the second album, but to me, this is definitely uh, head and shoulders above the debut. And I liked the debut as well, but this is, uh, they've upped the quality big time here so yes if you want to see the uh, the title of this one uh, just look in the show notes here because I've tried to do French before and I usually fail miserably so I'm just gonna uh, <laughs> not even try it this time so yes off of uh, well I'm not gonna say the name of it but here we go this is a tune off of the um, self-titled third album from Hirgal
All right, there we go. That was Hirigal from France with a song off of their self-titled new album. Uh, yeah, I need to go check out the second album because I did like uh, Serpentine, the debut, but I just totally didn't even know a second album uh, ever came out. <laughs> but this third one is very good uh, as well. All right, it is that time for me to announce the final song of the episode. Uh, I, of course, want to thank everybody for listening, as always. Thanks for telling other people about the podcast. Uh, if you want to tell someone where they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free Podbean app. And, of course, the entire catalog um, of episodes is on Spotify as well, so find it on Spotify and follow it. And any sort of feedback, requests, you know, criticism, <laughs> whatever you want to throw at me, uh, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And, of course, uh, please find and like the Facebook page. Because any sort of, you know, questions or news or updates regarding episodes, if anything's delayed or if I um, have a poll question for you guys, the listeners, it's all going to be posted on the Facebook page. Uh, so please find and like that so you don't miss out on anything. Uh, yes, as I said, episode 120 is going to be another themed episode. I got a great uh, theme thrown my way by my friend Dave, so I'm going to make it happen. It's going to be probably a long one. The songs aren't quite as long, so I'm compensating by adding more songs to the episode. So instead of, you know, the usual 13 or 14, we're looking at probably 16, yeah, probably 16 songs, I think, is where I'm at uh, right now. I'm going to try to keep it that way so I don't make this episode too bloated. So yes, be on the lookout for that um, in a couple of weeks here. So let's finish strong. Let's finish strong. This is a four-piece band from Canada. That's They've been around since 2011. Um, I have to admit I had not heard of them until this new album. Uh, they have three albums now. Uh, the newest one just came out this past March through Somnolence Productions. I think I pronounced that right third album called Trespasser. The band is called Idol of Fear, and they're listed as experimental black metal, but if you ask me, it's more doomy than black metal. So to me, it's more like a, a more experimental version of like October Tide or a, a band like that. Um, and it's good. I mean, it's, it's melodic, but still just weird, but not over-the-top weird where you can't get into it. And the vocals are really good. The production suits the music very well, I think. And this is just a really interesting album uh, that I really like. It's just, it's an album that there's not really another band that sounds like them to me, but it's still familiar enough. You know what I mean? It's not so off the wall that I just don't know what the hell to do with it. Um... So yes, I have not checked out the first two albums, and I probably should, but uh, I'm really digging this one a lot. So here we go. We'll finish with something weird. It's not 20 minutes long like I tend to do to you guys with the last song of the episode. This is more short and sweet, maybe five minutes, uh, but it's a cool tune. So here we go. Off of their third album, Trespasser. This is Idol of Fear with What You Came to Find. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> 